Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week, the 2017 Layouties. It's that time of year <laughs> when it's close to the new year and we record layouties. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm very excited for it. Um, so for new listeners, um, as always, towards the end of the year, uh, we'd like to look back at our favorite things that either happened this year or our favorite uh, media, entertainment kind of things, uh, products that we bought. Um Oh, we, before we start, I think we should uh, acknowledge or address the elephant in the room. Uh, 2017's been a horrible year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so uh, keep that in mind. <laughs> this is uh, a list of our favorite things. So we're not going to talk about all the horribleness that happened. Um, I'm not, I don't like when people classify a year as being like, this is a bad year. Like, I don't know if you remember last year, people were like, 2016 was terrible like all our favorite favorite um comedians and actors died um i was like the the year was i don't know was kind of bad or something it was a shitty year yeah but 2017 totally topped it um so so i like again i don't think the 2017 it has been a cursed year <laughs> um i just like wanna acknowledge that um it's been a year of, I think, like opening our eyes as a society as to all the terrible things that have been happening for a long time. And maybe the good that's coming out of that is like now we know <laughs> everything that's going on and we can hopefully try to address some of it. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to focus on the positive, on the good thing. Okay, uh, th- that's a good disclaimer. Uh <laughs> And uh, with that, uh, also a second disclaimer. Uh, we are recording this on December 29th. This is Friday. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this. <laughs> I don't know when I was able to finally post it. But here's the thing. I am going to save a lot of time on editing. So all of the special effects are going to be recorded live. <laughs> um, this is an experiment. Let's see how it goes. There you go. All right, we are ready. <laughs> wow, after a great start. So our first category uh, this year, and as always, is the best album. So what's your pick? My number one pick for best album of 2017 is Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Turn I think you're going a little overboard. This, the this, <laughs> <laughs> you know my mom, Kevin. <laughs> what? Um, this was this was hard because there was a lot of good albums this year, uh, and it was pretty close to my honorable mention that I'll mention in a, in a second. But yeah, damn is just like damn. You know, it's a perfect album. It's a really good album. It's probably the album that I've listened to. Uh, the most this year um so yeah what is yours right 
Um, so it's funny because I think the exact opposite. Uh, I feel like what? this was uh, very hard, but because I feel like there weren't that many good albums this year. Um, Damn was definitely one of them, and I knew you were going to pick it. Uh, so I, I didn't put it first. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like last year I had just so many. Uh, and this year is just kind of empty <laughs> um but for for me the best album uh that i i feel like i enjoyed the most this year uh is a moment apart by odessa um i was kind of i don't know like i i think i have listened to like a couple of their songs before um but this is like really where i got to know them and um this album is just like awesome to put like as background music when when working mm-hmm. and i saw them live and the show was absolutely amazing um so yeah for me that was my favorite album of the year it's a good one uh i just want to give some honorable mentions one is american dream by Khaled. this is a new artist we mentioned here on the show i love that album i when i was trying to pick and remember which album i would you know, I want to pick. I, I thought this album came out last year, but apparently not. Um, so that is like really, really good. And also, like Lord Melodrama came out, and that was a good one. Uh, I don't know. That that was I don't know. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, let's <laughs> let's move on to our second category, and that is best movie. Now, Kevin. In your opinion, which was which one was the best movie of 2017? Okay, so again, this is very hard because these categories make it sound like we've seen everything, uh, <laughs> which like we definitely haven't. Uh, so I'm not gonna pretend like I'm gonna talk about the best movie of the year. Okay, um, we should rephrase all categories. It's not the best movie; right. it's your favorite movie this year. Yeah. Um, and I feel like for uh, for movies, again, like this is getting harder and harder for me because I feel like the amount of movies that I see every year is going down like at a shockingly <laughs> fast pace. Um, so I was just like looking through the list on um, Letterboxd this year. And I don't know, maybe I've seen like 10 movies this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. So <laughs> this is uh, pulling from a very limited sample. Um and uh, uh, fun- funnily enough, I think the best movie that I've seen all year was the movie that I saw yesterday. <laughs> uh, so maybe it's because wow. it's fresh in my memory. Um, maybe. And, and maybe this is a, a good tip for any like movie makers who want, want their movies to be included in the best of lists is just make it come out like right before the, these lists get released. Um, I think they know that they know. Probably um Mm -hmm. so yeah my favorite movie uh of the year is mother um and it's kind of a tricky movie to talk about uh because i feel like like this is the kind of movie that works best when you go into it knowing nothing Mm -hmm. um and i think you've seen it rafa right i yeah i've seen it um Uh, last week no this week i don't know okay uh, so we're not going to talk about it uh, like and I don't no. even want to talk about what happens, <laughs> um, but yeah, you can't uh, one, say anything. Yeah. Like one thing I can say is 
this is weird. Like, this is a weird movie. <laughs> um, so, like, this is not just something that you, you'll you just put on in the background um, and sort of laugh and enjoy. <laughs> um, it's a movie that, like, you're going to struggle understanding what the heck is going on. Um, yes. <laughs> and it's going to take you a while to sort of, like, see where this is going. Uh, but like you have to bear bear with it um it's i feel like it's really well it was really well done uh at least for me like it drew my attention in almost immediately i was like what is happening here um and then uh once you finished watch, watching it if like if there isn't anything that you uh kind of got out of it or understood from it uh to go watch videos on youtube <laughs> um it'll help you kind of understand certain parts uh but i i feel like it's probably a trend for me but the movies that make me think about them after i've seen them tend to be my favorite movies uh, and this was certainly one of them and i feel like it's probably gonna stay with me for a while um so yeah definitely great movie i think um that's my favorite this year I okay. <laughs> I don't know what to think of this movie. I really don't. I don't know. I spent the entirety of the movie saying like, "What? What? <laughs> what? What? What is going on?" I don't. I still don't uh, know if this is a good movie or not. I can't. <laughs> huh, interesting. I, okay, so did yeah. you? So I'm assuming that you didn't. I have a lot of theories. Yes, I have. A, I I think I I picked up on a lot of analogies and and like right hints and themes right okay um because i feel like as soon as i got that it was like huh this is really interesting um and then i looked online and there's like a million more um Mm -hmm. which is like add extra layers to this this film for me um but yeah like honestly i'm i'm fine i kind of like that my favorite movie is maybe controversial in certain ways like that's how i want my movies uh i don't like i i can't tell you how much i hate all the marvel stuff like it's just all so terrible it's like fast food for me um and i'd much rather have things that like try to be very different and like voluntarily aren't gonna be for everyone um so yeah i don't know i like it so what what i disagree with the marvel thing Okay, my pick for my favorite movie of this year. This was really hard, by the way. Um, but my pick is Blade Runner 2049. And his name is John no. Sorry, wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, that was a good yeah. one. <laughs> this was like just a great movie. It, it, it pushed all my buttons. Uh, sci fi um this futuristic thing uh the blade runner universe is you know one of my favorites and i think they they did a great job and we talked about this movie so there's not a lot here but it was tough Uh, i just want to give some honorable mentions i know you have one here um but uh baby driver was a great movie as well Uh, yeah i I think i watched that movie like three or four times (laughs) nice um get out was also a great movie uh yep. i think the only thing that kind of like let me down 
about Get Out and it's not its its fault uh, was all the hype around it. Mm. So I, was, I, you know, I watched it already like thinking this movie is going to be amazing and this is a horror movie, which spoilers is not, at least for me, for my standards. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, and also Spider Man Homecoming. Sorry, Kevin. Spider Man mm. is one of my Spider Man is one of my favorite superheroes, and uh, that that franchise was um, in Sony's uh, claws forever. Um, and it, they were they were getting like they were doing a terrible job with it. And now Marvel got got his hands on it for this one movie at least, and I'm so happy that they did. It's a great superhero movie. Probably my favorite superhero movie this year. Um, Thor Ragnarok was also pretty fun, but anyway. Um, and yeah, you have here honorable mention. Uh, it was also my top three, to be honest. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Um, so honorable mention, uh, The Big Sick. I thought that was like a really good film, and it was just kind of kind of a feel good type movie. Um, hmm. And it was, in my opinion, like it was very human, just like about like the relationship between between people and i really enjoyed it for that like it was just it was absolutely great same totally recommended um yeah okay i'm kind of happy with like all the all the picks that we have for for movies here um mm -hmm. definitely love baby driver as well like and and it's funny because baby driver is not the kind of movie that like makes you think that much uh right. but it's just like a really f well done like fun movie um mm -hmm. and i also like that like and there's sort of no perspective of it being a franchise or like having sequels or stuff like that it's just like no it I is so. the thing like everything that's in the movie is in the movie you know um i like that interesting that star wars didn't make that <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> i mean i, I, I don't think we have to get into that <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so our next category is best TV show. And there's been lots for that this year. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. It's my turn. Uh, my favorite TV show this year. And I struggled. I had to check if it came out this year. Uh, but I think, yeah, it did. Totally did. It's uh, HBO's Big Little Lies. I don't know. <laughs> okay, you have to stop this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, Big Little Lies. It's it really stuck with me. Um, it's this is a this is a short like a um, what do they call it? It's not it's not like a recurring thing. There's not going to be a season two. It's like it's a one story. Uh, like a mini series, I think that's how it's called. I heard there was going to be a season two of this show. What? Really? I, I mean, oh, I may be wrong. That changes that, things but for I me. Kinda, I feel like I heard that. Because this is based on a novel, like a pretty. Yeah, so they finished novel. a novel, but I think they want to make a season two. But I'm, oh, I may be totally wrong with this. Um, I don't know how to feel about that. Um, but anyway, uh, this show, I think we also talked about it here. It was perfectly executed. The the script it was perfectly written with perfect uh, uh, deliveries of that. Like the actors were top notch. Everyone, their performances was so good. It was such a human story. The theme song from uh, Michael Kiwanuka, one of my favorite songs of the year, is like amazing. I love it, and it just it just gives me all the warm feelings. Um, so really, it was like fantastic quality 
Um, yeah, it was great. I am kind of jealous of your pick because I forgot that this <laughs> came out in 2017 and it would definitely have been my pick. Um, so real-time follow-up. Um, uh, Big Little Lies will be coming back for a second season. See, I don't... It's announced by HBO. I don't know how I think about what I, how I feel about this. Well, I mean, I... What, what, for... What's going to be the source material? Huh? What what is the source material for it? Are they like writing new? Nothing, I guess. Well, I so I haven't read this article. Um, hoping that they're just like getting the author to just write <laughs> the sequel to this. Um, who knows? I don't know. I, but I feel like I'm I'm fine with things like this, like going on for additional seasons. Um, what I do hope is that like we don't get eight seasons out of it. Like I think one is not a lot, but eight is just like stretching it. So I don't know. Maybe there's a sweet spot of like four seasons max, and it, those are short seasons as well, right? Like they're what I just know that it's a big risk because they had a very good uh, they had very good source material with a with a novel. They had a fantastic group of talent that knows how to write and knows how to direct and produce a good tv show and they had an amazing very experienced cast yeah and i just removed now one of those ingredients i don't know anyway um yeah moving on we'll see <laughs> yeah all right what's uh, your pick Kevin? Okay. so my pick um and like this is where i wasn't sure if it was it had to be new things or if mm-hmm. it could be like additional seasons um but for me i put stranger things season two um We've talked about it. I thought this was like one of my most anticipated like media, <laughs> uh, even probably more than Star Wars in a way, like The Last Jedi. Um, I love this season. I thought it was absolutely great, except episode seven um, <laughs> and kind of like pushed the, the season forward and like the storyline and like the different characters evolved really nicely um like this was absolutely fantastic and i want more of stranger things um so yeah that's my that's my pick funny thing uh that was also your pick last year yeah yeah i love stranger <laughs> There's a things theme going on <laughs> you do uh i want to give a huge honorable mention to this one show which was almost there for my top pick which is handmaid's tale uh we i think we also talked about it here it was definitely one of my recommendations this year uh, in one of our shows, and it was like that new show that from season one, I know this is going to be a show that, you know, I'm going to be looking forward every, to, to with every new season, and it was perfect. Like, it blew me away. I was not expecting it. Um, it was a reason why I subscribed to Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, uh, it was worth it. it. It's like, it's an amazing show. So, honorable mention there, I think, you know, if you haven't checked it, uh, check it out. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I also have put season two of Master of None, which had like some really good episodes in there. Um, and then finally, <laughs> a new show, um, Mindhunter, was really good. Mm-hmm. I finished it recently um, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to the next season if there is one. Um, and one that didn't make the list, but maybe it could. Uh, is the new season of uh, Black Mirror, which as, you know, immediately after we stop recording this, I'm going to, 
watch it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't it. seen it yet. <laughs> it just came out. Um, cool. All right. Next category. Best game. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Paper clips. Of course. <laughs> Paper clips is the best game. Of um, yeah. Yeah. But, I'm so happy you picked that one. It is basically the only game I have played this year. <laughs> <laughs> but I've played it a lot. Um, so yeah, Paperclips, I'm still on <laughs> on that bandwagon. Uh, Are you still playing it, though? No, I haven't been playing it, like, recently. Um, hey, like, I, I finished it once yeah, and then it, I never got it. I don't back. know. It just makes me happy to see people, like, that are still tweeting at me, <laughs> seeing how addicted yeah. they are to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought, that, like, it was a really clever game, like, really well executed. Um, and, yeah, it got me hooked. So, got my vote. What about you, Rafa? Okay, um, do you allow me to keep with the sound effects or do I have to stop? Depends. Okay. So, okay, so the quality of this sound effect will determine if you're allowed to keep going with the sound effects or not. Oh, no. Choose wisely. Okay, I'm gonna be, it's going to be a conservative sound effect. Sorry. Uh, okay, my pick for best game of 2017 is Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I think I also talked about this game. This game, uh, it's out for the PS4. I think it's a PS4 exclusive. Well, no, I'm pretty sure it is. And this game not only is a fantastic game in all the, you know, in every way you want to measure it, uh, it looks stunning. It's beautiful. But the the reason why it made the pick for me is that this game stayed with me. <laughs> Ever since I stopped and I finished it, like any, and I think I mentioned here, like it made me, it made me see religion in some of the human aspects, like as in a whole new light. Like this game really changed me. Um, so that is for sure my my topic for for this category. And I want to give a honorable mention. Horrible? No, <laughs> honorable mention to Zelda: Breath of the Wild. That actually won a Game of the Year award, the like the legit award, <laughs> um, and I think like I have to mention it because it's just a stunning, uh, fantastic game. Um, Are you yeah. saying that this is not legit? What we're doing here? <laughs> I mean, we have sound effects. What more could you want? <laughs> All right, next category is favorite podcast of the year. Kevin, what was your favorite podcast? In 2017. Okay, so <laughs> I have a long list of podcasts that I listen to. Unlike other types of media, I consume an incredible amount of podcasts. Uh, and for me this year, like one of the real highlights is Do By Friday. Um, this is a show by uh, Max Temkin, Merlin Mann, and Alex Cox. Um, and it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, it's super funny. They all have like really good chemistry. Um, they talk about, uh, the dumb president all the time in hilarious ways. Um, and basically what they do is every week they have a, come up with a new challenge and they're always like kind of stupid, weird, funny challenges. Um, and I like I just find myself going back to the show and I've like listened to all the back episodes that I haven't listened to 
um and it was one of the main shows that got me through all the travels that i've done this year um and so i really like it for that it's a good pick it's a solid pick um yeah i this this one was hard for me because i was looking through my list and i think all of the podcasts that i listened to this year like my feed looks pretty much the same as last year uh, with some exceptions um and one of them was this podcast we talk about it here as well uh it was a like a limited run <laughs> like a season it's out it's called s town from the creators of serial um and that show was amazing right uh and so i think that is my favorite pick i haven't listened to it yet <laughs> really interesting yeah. i mean i listened to maybe 10 or 15 minutes of the first episode i was like i don't think that's for me <laughs> uh, okay but, interesting well you should you should you should give it another go yeah maybe it will at it's some point I, I just realized that i don't tend to love the scripted podcasts um mm-hmm. that's just kind of not my style and serial was the exception rather than the rule um mm-hmm. so yeah but i'm glad okay. we like it and i know a crap ton of people do <laughs> so i'm probably the outlier here um right. so i had one honorable mention this year um i started listening to love it or leave it and it's quickly become one of my favorite shows um again like it's just absolutely hilarious um they are talking about like political news um and all the shows are recorded in front of a live audience which kind of adds this interesting dynamic um Mm. and john lovett is like just so funny (laughs) um so yeah this is really great show that i like okay so next up is uh huh i see someone stole my honorable mention um our favorite twitter accounts of the year rafa okay tell us which which pick you uh came up with on your own without looking at at the notes before and see that is not fair so i was brewing coffee (laughs) thinking about this and when i come back to my desk and i see uh, you know kevin's picks (laughs) You stole, well, not stole, but you picked the same first and honorable mention as I did. I was like, God damn it, crap. So I just had to go with your honorable mention, which was my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I swear to God, dude. So anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is probably like the hardest category to come up with. Um, okay. My favorite Twitter account of 2017 is... At underscore inside, also known as, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> also known as uh, Guillermo Rambo, and he is an iOS Rambo. developer. Yeah, he's Rambo. Um, he follows me. I just check. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, he also followed me, which was kind of cool. <gasps> what is going on? Why? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Guillermo is a Brazilian uh, iOS developer, and I just I, I I wasn't aware of this person. Um, <laughs> like he never popped into my feed. But ever since the the leaks, if you remember the whole you know controversy of iOS eleven GM leaks, um, and when when we found out all about um, iPhone ten before it came out and HomePod and all that, 
he i don't know if he he was the one who found the leak but at least he played a major part in in like surfacing those those you know that data surfacing the, those tidbits that got picked up from you know everyone um and if you follow him like this twitter account um still today like he is amazing at picking up <laughs> like he picks up the the setup process of homepod and then he picks up exactly how stuff works and like all from like the the the, the os source code and stuff so if you're into apple nerdery and you want to get like get all the scoops and get the the leaks he is amazing <laughs> he's yeah, an amazing absolutely. account for you to follow it's, um, the reason i originally put it there is for me it's like the account that almost came out of nowhere and yeah. like all of a sudden it's like yeah i want to follow this guy because he's like surfacing a lot of things that like nobody has noticed or seen before um so yeah absolutely great account and he's been doing amazing work uh also he's been on a, a lot of podcasts lately so maybe you could get him on i don't know I don't oh maybe at some point want. next yeah. <laughs> maybe when the the next os leaks uh <laughs> we can have him on. we'll try to snatch an exclusive yes. hey dude if you find out anything about the iphone 10 2 or whatever <laughs> uh you know come on the show and <laughs> um we'll give you a platform uh buddy <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh dude what's your what's your pick Okay, so uh, my pick, um, I know this is favorite Twitter account, but I almost want to extend this to like favorite social media personality to follow. Sure. <laughs> um, and for me this year uh, was Helen Tran. So she's uh, at Tran Helen on Twitter. Um, and she's a designer, used to work at Shopify. Um, I know her personally a little bit. Um, and um she's now kind of left her day job to start her own business uh and has really been tweeting a lot about like her process um going through all of that um she's also doing some like training slash bodybuilding i believe um and talking a lot about that and like kind of how um that culture is like similar and or different from uh the design slash tech tech world um she's also sharing a lot of like in progress type of work which i always love seeing and on top of that talking a lot about um sort of the like diversity and equality inequality issues that we're seeing in the tech industry and, and she has a lot of experience being a design lead at shopify um, so her perspective is always really interesting. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend following her on Twitter uh, and also on uh, on Instagram. Like she always posts uh, really interesting stories and she's always traveling all over the place. So uh, it makes for a super interesting account to follow. Absolutely, this was my this is my original pick. Cool. All right. Uh, next category is your favorite iOS apps app i guess <laughs> uh kevin what was your favorite ios app this yeah year? this was an interesting one um so my favorite ios apps um is kind of a tricky one because i realized i use a lot of apple apps um insert like apple fanboy here i guess uh i don't know um that's but, all right you can pick but i maybe an apple app. I, like honestly i maybe i'll only use like on a regular basis, 
like five third party apps. Like I use Tweetbot, I use Overcast, um, and I use Instagram, <laughs> which are like my primary apps. But one of the new apps that I've sort of added this year um, is uh, th- this app called Things which is a to-do list manager that has existed for years. Uh, but they finally come out with a new version this year. And I think it's, it's a really great update um, <clears throat> that brings a lot of new, like interesting kind of power user features to iOS um, yeah. that we haven't necessarily seen before. Um, I've been using it ever since. Um, it's like, it's super useful for, honestly, like any kind of to-do list or like planning for projects. Um, And it's cross-platform. And I think it's probably one of the best examples of like, okay, here's everything that like a native iOS, like Mac, Apple developer should be doing. Um, They're using all, like basically all of the the APIs, like taking advantage of all the new features. so I think it's a really great app, and I kind of want to highlight that. Just a side note: when you say cross-platform, you mean iOS and Mac. Not, oh yes, you know Windows, Windows. and Android. Sorry, Windows right. people. <laughs> um, yeah, if if there was a best redesign category, I would pick Things for sure. I love what they did. We talked at length here on the show when it came out. Uh, it's a great app, and yes, it made my home screen. It's in my dock. It's it's one of my most used apps this year for sure um okay but it's, it's not my pick because you picked it uh <laughs> so my pick for my favorite uh ios app this year is i don't know how to pronounce it so i'm gonna try halid i don't know halid halide halid 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 um <laughs> It's the camera app from Sebastian DeWitt and um, someone else. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, it's that, you know, we talk about it here as well. It, it's, I, I was never, I never really got into camera apps ever. Um, I always, like, I try them for a while and then I always, like, fall back to the stock one uh, all the time. But this app not only is, you know, executed fantastically like how it looks and how it performs is great uh it was one of the like big pioneers in my opinion as to like really think of their ui and and adapted for the iphone 10 um that coupled with all the case studies and medium articles that sebastian has been writing around it and so not only is like a great app but it also like it, it has been teaching me about a lot of ios capabilities like shooting raw and stuff like that and and like i love the little small uh ui implementation details that that it has so i think it's just like high quality app <laughs> all around well that's a good one uh in terms of honorable mentions uh i have to put in instagram in there i feel like my usage of instagram has gone way up this year uh in part because they <laughs> ripped off snapchat and brought stories to it um but i think they they brought it to instagram in a way that's just better than snapchat um and i like i've been really enjoying not only consuming other people's stories but creating my own and kind of getting a bit more sort of involved into that like ecosystem or that like community 
Uh, and that's been sort of refreshing <laughs> coming from Twitter. Like, it seems like everyone's nice on Instagram <laughs> somehow. Maybe that's because I have way, way less followers. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And I don't like, I don't really follow accounts that talk about all the horrible things that are happening in the news. Um, so Instagram's has sort of become like this fun place uh for me to like ignore everything else that's happening and just just have fun um and i think the rest are yours right um i i, I want to mention apollo for reddit uh this app like came out of nowhere from an indie developer that i had never heard of before it's just one guy uh built this app uh like took advantage of all the you know ios apis you know all the fancy stuff that only ios can can offer uh it was ready day one for iphone 10 um it was a great alternative and because there's like a million uh reddit client apps it's, it's like the you know twitter before we had twitter like everyone had their own twitter client now i feel like the playground is for reddit uh clients mm-hmm. do you <laughs> um, use reddit yeah, yeah yeah i i well i don't it's just i just browse reddit i don't really uh, okay. post anything or yeah see i kind of wanted to get into apollo but i feel like i know nothing about reddit and it's just so Mm -hmm. overwhelming like there's a million things and i don't know where i should be going to start (laughs) that's fair enough uh yeah reddit can be uh, a lot (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) Um, it's a great app though yeah no it is it really is and has some like uh, implementation details that are really curious and, and like like the volume indicator takes advantage of the little years you know around the notch Mm -hmm. uh and there's like there's some very interesting stuff going on there um and like it's just a great third-party app that uh made its way into my home screen this year um also two other apps that i feel like they're definitely not new but uh, i feel i want to give them a mention because this year they just keep being awesome first is swarm i feel like this is like the forgotten app (laughs) Uh, if you don't remember Swarm, Swarm. Um, back in the day, Foursquare was all about like checking in and writing reviews and stuff. And then I feel like two years ago or whatever, three, two years ago, they split into two. And then you got like Foursquare for reviews, recommendations and whatever. And you got Swarms. Swarm is like only check-in app. And I feel like that focus of an app gave them so much freedom to be fun, to be cheeky, to be all over the top. Uh, like that app is a joy to use, and it's one of the like examples that I give, just like design around joy, <laughs> if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, and I, I I use it a lot this year. Like I got back into checking in um, into places this year, which is great. And they just came out with a like year in review type of page, which is always fun. Um, and so, like I f- I feel like this app, um, like I, I felt I feel back in love with this app when I was. Looking at, like, there's a section where you have your stickers and you have your badges. And then if you scroll way over, like, if you do a little, like, magic to try to scroll away from the rubber banding, if that makes sense, you unlock a secret door. It's like <laughs> your old, like, your your legacy stickers. And they have this sheet of, like, dust. So you have to, you know, swipe on the, the screen to, to dust off the... the anyway. It's amazing. Like, there's no reason for this to exist, <laughs> but but they, they built it, and it's amazing. And um, last is Clips from Apple, which they, Apple kept, like, pushed another update or a couple of updates this year, 
some cool things like the the like taking advantage of the the depth sensor of the iPhone 10 like you have cool like you're in a Millennium Falcon and whatever. And this app is like I feel like it's very underrated. <laughs> all of my most of if not all of my videos like quick tweets vine type of videos i use clips to record it and it's just i think an underrated app that i don't know uh, i feel like i, I did as i mentioned so there you go <laughs> our next category is uh your favorite mac app <sighs> hmm. okay uh my favorite mac app is uh abstract i don't know um abstract. so i i don't know i'm picking this app not because i feel like it's the best most well-built mac app because it's not you know it's basically an electron app but it's the app on my mac see uh that i probably used um not the most but it definitely changed the way i use my mac for you know work <laughs> um and it's right here on my dock and it got i think it came out of the the alpha public alpha whatever it's still in beta but anyway uh, it came out of the private alpha this year and uh, it got a bunch of new updates that team is killing it um and uh, yeah i think that that's probably my number one pick this year what about yours nice uh my pick is another redesigned app uh and it's pixelmator pro um it came out sort of recently um and i don't use pixelmator like all the time but um that update like really made it a lot better because the old pixelmator was kind of getting old um and this sort of like brings it in line with the new sort of mac os like photos app um and adds a ton of super powerful features um it uses machine learning to automatically name your layers uh based on the that contents which is just like yeah. like so amazing yes um there's tons of like really awesome delightful little features like that um and for me what was cool about this app is it was like one of the only apps that's I feel is like pushing Mac OS and like bringing in new things and made me excited about the Mac again. Um, so nice. yeah, this is why it's, in, it's my pick. Um, I want to give a mention to Clickhat, which is an old app. I don't know when this came out. It's definitely not new, uh, but it's here because this I year I is. finally, it's okay. I finally found my perfect GIF making type of app. Um, it's like it's like you open it, start recording your screen, you do whatever, and then you have all the tools to like quickly crop, quickly trim, um, and I don't know what kind of magic it's using, but the way it exports GIFs, like the file size compression, I don't know what, what they are doing, but it's amazing. It's like very smooth, uh, very small file size uh, GIFs, and um, I use this all the time all huh. the time and before i using it uh, i was using a mix of like quicktime and screenflow and gif brewer brewery griff brew whatever it's called um and once i found cliquette uh, like that's my go-to now all clicked <laughs> uh cool yeah i'll check it out i didn't know about that 
Um, and finally, I think we had Sketch in there. Um, once again, I feel like Sketch is probably the best app on my Mac right now, even though it's buggy sometimes, often. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it's it's just like a remarkable app um, that keeps getting better and better. Um, so yeah, kind of want to give it a shout out. It's still the number one for me. Absolutely. And this year was a good year for Sketch. Uh, you know, taking apart bugs. In, I mean, when you're used, you know, for so by so many people, and you are like such a indispensable tool in their tool belt. You know, like if Sketch is buggy, it's not just annoying; it's dangerous. Yeah. You know, for me professionally, so that's why we are so vocal about it. And so sometimes it can it can feel like you know Sketch is super buggy and super bad, but. I think that's just because we're more vocal about it because we care so much about it and it's so important to us. But Sketch, this was a great year for Sketch. Uh, they released like Sketch libraries, right? This was this year. Um, the I think like the nested symbols and stuff, was that this, this year as well? I think so. I think so, yeah. Not sure. Like I think this was a great year for Sketch. A lot of stuff came out. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's still my number one uh, app on my Mac. So yeah mention boom let's go cool um all right uh, next topic uh favorite gadget no very yeah. curious about your pick i feel like this is always <laughs> like kind of a tricky category because it's like what is a gadget and what isn't um mm. but i think my pick like definitely falls in, under a gadget um uh, and my pick is the google home mini um uh, and this really? is kind of funny because I haven't actually bought this for myself. Well, I ordered it, um, but I bought one for my brother for Christmas. Uh, and I've been like, we've both been staying at my parents for the holidays. So I've got to, to play with it a lot. Um, and I love this device. Um, and Rafa, I know you have one. So I'm curious mm -hmm. to hear what you think about it. But um, for me, like I honestly, it was cheap enough that it's like, it makes her a very nice gift. Like it was 40 bucks yes, and eighteen dollars It was just like almost like a no brainer. It's like, Oh, whatever. Like, you know, like it might be terrible if it's terrible. It would just have been 40 bucks, you know? Um, but then as soon as he unboxed it and like, we started playing with it, it was clear to me that like this thing provides way more value than 40 bucks. Like this, like for me, the price actually, like set the right expectations for this device or like even like set lower expectations than they could have um and it really blew me away like the quality mm -hmm. the build quality of it is amazing the design of it is amazing looks awesome it blends in really well uh anywhere you put it um uh google assistant my god like it's way better than siri like it's not even close yeah um it's like you can do so many things with it uh we started building apps for it <laughs> which is really cool um there and kind of their developer tool for for creating apps for for google assistant is pretty remarkable like you can set up your <laughs> your triggers like what you want to accept as answers and it has this tool where basically you you actually it's like a chat thing where you write down uh, the types of answers that you accept. So for example, if um, your app is asking for the user's name, 
well, you would provide them with a list of um, the acceptable answers. So, for example, you would do like, my name is Bob or just Bob or uh, I am called Bob or whatever. Um, so you provide them with a list of a bunch of different examples and then you highlight the keyword that you're interested in. And then using machine learning, it'll parse the different examples that you gave it and figure out the alternative ways to, to mention the same thing. So mm -hmm. even though like you didn't include every possible variation, it'll make sense of what those variations could be based on the sample that you gave it. Like it's just extremely powerful and it makes it so that you can basically create almost any type of app that you would want for this fairly easily. <laughs> um, so honestly, like this was a super awesome device to to play with. I ordered one <laughs> online, like after having played with it for, for a few hours. Um, the only bummer is that um, like if you're in the Apple ecosystem, it doesn't integrate with everything. Um, so that's kind of unfortunate. But I feel like even then, like just for the things that it offers, it's very well worth it for me. Um, so, yeah. What do you think about it, Rafa? So I, yeah, I bought it when I was in San Francisco, like a Best Buy. They, they were running a promotion, like a sale. It was on, it was 29 bucks, which is inexpensive. Like, that's nothing. Come on. Like, yeah. like you said, it's, it's the, at that price, it's the, because I think the original price is like the 49 bucks, I think. Uh, but at that price, like, it's the perfect Christmas present. It's a yeah. no-brainer, like you mentioned as well. Um, so I got one. And um, I, I briefly mentioned it when Joel was on. Uh, the setup experience was terrible for me. I don't know what happened. Uh, it was really, really bad. And then trying to add more people, like my girlfriend, to it, so so she would know, you know, who's talking. Um, so there's like a couple of things that I think it's just buggy. The 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 app on iOS, the home app, it's terrible, in my opinion. Um, and then, so the device itself, once you get through all of that, um, and by the way, isn't it super annoying that it knows that you have, like, I have my personal Google account and I have my, like, Netlify Google account, and Google knows it's the same person, but you can only pick one to use with home. So if I ask, like, how's my day, um, it, it will only look on my personal calendar and can't tell me, like, about my work meetings, for example, which is an oversight. Like, why? Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So th this this little device is like it serves as two things. One, like it's it's a Google Assistant, right? It's, it's the assistant in the house, and then its second purpose is is a speaker, right? And that's that's also what what differentiates like Home Mini from Home and Home Max, I, I believe, or whatever mm -hmm. it's called, the big one. Um, it's because the assistant it's the same is what it changes as a speaker. So mm -hmm. as a speaker, this is. A forty dollar speaker, right? <laughs> I, it's really not... though, but I, f I almost feel like even for a forty dollar speaker, it's like this is a this is really pretty good for for forty bucks. No, let's just say that it's probably the worst speaker I have in my house, and it's okay. <laughs> I, I didn't buy it, you know, to compete as a speaker. Uh, right. Even like a Bluetooth uh, JBL speaker that have. It's even better than the Google Home Mini. So I'm not going to listen to music, a lot of music. But I feel like, uh, I don't know, I have other portable speakers that I've mm -hmm. like, spent more than 40 bucks on. And like mm -hmm. they are better. 
um but it's like the price is not comparable like i paid more than double <laughs> for for these right. portable speakers so it's like for 40 bucks that's actually not a bad speaker uh to have and okay, give the convenience of it like so far made it so that we've played music way more on that thing than any other speakers we really? have in the, in the house interesting yeah i so i resubscribed to spotify just because you can use that for music with it makes sense um i'm not sure if i'm going to keep that subscription for long uh, so are you, you know. using both apple music and spotify as usual i've been doing that for a year now <laughs> okay. uh uh but so anyway uh, i really like the device google system is awesome there's a couple things that like you mentioned because i'm in all like apple ecosystem i can't do i still haven't found a way to like to use scenes like home kit light scenes if that makes sense right um with this device i know there's like a couple of ways you can do it through the hue app whatever but it's kind of tricky um but so i i my my number one thing i use it for is like just random trivia questions that i have while watching tv or something <laughs> uh nails it and then i like to start the day and i ask like hey uh okay google what's my day like and it will go through any appointments that I have. It gives me the weather and, you know, the weather outside. And it goes through, like, news of the day. So I start my day. I get up. I ask Google that. And just as it's playing the news and stuff, I'm, like, brewing coffee and, you know, cooking breakfast and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that is awesome. But I, I'm a bit, like, underwhelmed. Like, I don't know what to do with it more. <laughs> like, it's there. And sometimes, like, I kind of want to use it more. But, like, but what for? <laughs> that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've been I've been thinking of buying like now a Google Chromecast and stuff so I can use it to. Yeah, I've stuff. also <laughs> thought about that. Uh, we'll see. Once I I get mine, I might like take one, <laughs> just like try it out. Um, mm-hmm. it's honestly like it's so good that it's honestly like the first thing that's made me consider like getting more entrenched in the Google like ecosystem of products. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this thing is great. It just works. It looks awesome. Like, it's the product that I would expect Apple to make (laughs) Mm -hmm. in a way. Um, And they're not making that product. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of, I feel bad for that. And I feel like we're kind of in a weird spot because all my stuff is Apple stuff. And I would have (sighs) to kind of change that to take full advantage of of this device um Mm. so i'm i still remain kind of curious about the home pod um but here's the thing even though when the home pod finally comes out i don't think it will be able to do as much that and that's the thing thing right like it it feels like apple like really going in the wrong path with home pod (laughs) um because they're it's it's almost like they're creating the iphone and they're talking about like the audio reception quality of the phone calls that's <laughs> like sure like that's important but that's not why people want to buy this thing right like i mm-hmm. want to buy it because it's smart and useful um and but here's the thing i think they have to tell that story because the other story is how powerful in siri is and it's not they can't rely on that the only thing they can rely on is sound quality, I guess, because they know their shit. 
right know? but it's like how much faith it was not a do decision that they're gonna make siri better because honestly they haven't done that in yeah the i last don't that, that's years. that's what i'm saying that's what uh, i'm saying so they're, they're just selling the sound quality because they can't sell how siri how cool siri is because yeah. it's not like basically if apple <laughs> anyway, made uh, this google home or home mini it would be amazing right like it would integrate with all my services that I have, it would be have like a really good assistant. Um, the developer story would also be really interesting because um, while like the the tools with Google for um, sort of creating your own apps are good, um, they're a bit more convoluted, at least on iOS for like if you want to share data between like an iOS app and like the, the Google Home equivalent like it gets kind of tricky like you have to maintain state for users and stuff like that and it's kind of kind of a pain uh and i like if apple were to do that it would i'm sure like there would be a way with a cloud kit to make it work automatically um so yeah i don't know we'll see it'll be really interesting to see the evolution of uh these kind of smart speaker assistant type things uh but for now honestly like i'll I'm really happy with the google home mini uh um keep using it okay we have to move on <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> i kind of hijacked the conversation um <laughs> okay my favorite gadget this year is uh nintendo switch because it was <laughs> oh my god i'm going kind of random <laughs> i just got this sound uh, sound i don't know uh anyway uh yeah the switch it was a great it was a great console uh not only like it provided me company and entertainment through all like the flights and trips that I had. Um, but also it allowed me to get back into the Nintendo world. Um, it inject new life into the Nintendo brand, uh, which is great. It gave us Breath of the Wild and new Mario. It's, it, it got, it brought back Mario Kart into this home. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like It's just a great, great, great little console um and i'm so glad that i finally like i caved in and i got one for myself so cool okay honorable mention i think we have to mention it the iphone 10 it's it's just great (laughs) like it's (laughs) absolutely awesome um john gruber wrote a good article recently on uh the iphone 10 what it means and how like it's an evolution of the iphone and i completely agree with everything that's there so rather than repeat it here i'll put a link in the show notes and you can go and and read that Uh, but it's great uh so our next category is your favorite purchase so rafa and it can't be a gadget right i guess whatever Uh, a gadget means (laughs) yeah i don't know uh so my favorite purchase was a set of philips hue light bulbs now it's not because i don't know uh it's not really the hue lights in itself but it's this was like my first um experience into the whole smart home thing it was the first home kit enabled device and it was like because of that it opened my eyes to a lot of like a brand new whole set of category of devices for me to more things to buy yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> also like for example google home if i didn't have any smart lights it wouldn't be as awesome like right, right? and there's a lot of like philips hue is like the gateway <laughs> uh, purchase into a lot of other devices 
And I'm really glad I did that. Um, so far, I bought so after I got like a the the starter kit of the uh, light, like the colorful lights, whatever. And then I got like two other bulbs, and I have a bunch more that I want to buy. And I get because I want to, you know, basically have all my room. Like every light bulb is a smart light bulb. That's that's my goal. Hashtag goals. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's. I think if you haven't tried, if you have no, if you don't have any like smart home type of devices, um, this is a great way to start. And I think you should. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I support this. Um, so my pick is my height adjustable desk. Uh, it's really great. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to check it out. Uh, it's from a startup from Montreal. They're amazing people. Um, and the desk is just like fantastic. And uh, being able to kind of like adjust my desk while I work at home is so nice uh and just like made a big difference for me and just like overall happiness while working um in my side projects and stuff um so yeah i highly recommend it i'm gonna ride that and i just want to say that yeah my like my my office setup it was also like one of the best things i bought and i invested in this year as well um i got like an ikea we talked about this it's an ikea desk it's also like adjustable as a motor thingy but like just recently uh someone gave me um offered me for christmas a lamp that has the base is a chi charger uh base so you can charge your phone just place it on the the base of the lamp it looks great it doesn't look like wireless chargery uh gadget yeah (laughs) like it, it looks like an appliance uh, it has a wood base and stuff. It's, it looks great. So, just recently, I, I like I gave my desk a new um, upgrade. I got rid of all cables. You can't see a single cable here. Um, and anyway, I think you should invest in your uh, office setup if you can. All right, next category: uh, favorite professional achievement of the year. Kevin, yeah, what this happened? is an interesting one because um, I <laughs> like. As I become more and more of like a manager, <laughs> um, these have gotten more difficult uh, to like specifically highlight or pinpoint like, oh, I have done this thing. I have shipped this project. Um, so I'd say my like while last year, I feel like my sort of achievement was um, sort of deciding that. I wanted to go in more of a leadership role. Um, I feel like this year is really the year that things have come together for me. Um, And I have kind of learned what it's like (laughs) um, to be a manager. And I have, I feel like I've gotten better at it. Um, And so my achievement, I'd say, is just like my team. Um, I feel like they're really killing it right now. um, And like we're in a really good spot. Like all my team members have grown tremendously in the past year. And maybe I had something to do with it. Maybe not. (laughs) Um, But uh, at least I'm sort of happy that I get to be part of, of this team and that like we've we're in a really good spot right now to keep growing next year and add on like more team members and like set up uh, better mentorship for, for people. Um, and so hopefully we should be able to tackle bigger and better projects, um, which I'm super excited about. So um, 
yeah, this year has been a good year professionally for me. Like, oh, that's nice. What about you? Um, so for me, I'm gonna pick having shipped a whole new interface for Netlify and shipping the whole design system for it. Um, it was a big one. It was a it was a hard one. It, it felt like when I joined Netlify, I had like it felt like I was in like in a messy apartment you know <laughs> like there's a trash every, everywhere like i can't figure out where i am what i can't really work and so it was a massive uh, effort of, from everyone in the team but basically we designed uh, like a fresh start um for the for the app and we shipped it early this year so it's not a recent thing but we shipped it in february march something like that and so ever since like we've been building on top of it but that that effort i think it was my biggest achievement this year i'm really proud of what we did there um i want to give some honorable mentions one layout 2.0 yes let's call it like that um it was <laughs> it was uh, later in the year uh starting with episode uh, 33 when we if you if you if you were a listener back then you remember we 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 took a pause <laughs> When we say pause, I mean like a break, not a, you know, a animal's uh, hands. <laughs> oh God. My God. Anyway, um, so we paused for a little bit and we tried to like rethink what this show meant for us and what we, what we wanted to do with it. We we asked for your feedback. That was amazing. Uh, you gave us invaluable feedback. And then we kind of like injected new life into the show. Uh, and I'm also really proud of what we what we did there and i'm really proud of where we are right now so yeah i feel like that's really where it came together and for us i think it's like one of the big things that it's changed a lot is i feel like we've been able to connect a lot more with uh people who listen to the show which has been super cool and super rewarding and i think it's made the show better um the fact that like you all pitch in like meant like tweet at us uh, or like send us emails or comments and stuff like that and we can get, basically like bring that back into the show and just like make things better next time so um yeah like it's been super cool to see layout evolve over the last year uh, and i i think that just like both of us have just gotten better at this thing too <laughs> um <laughs> which is great um and and the fun thing is like we have like an actual record of what we were like just a year ago and, and i think we've we're definitely getting a lot better at this so um yeah layout has been really awesome um my next honorable mention is um the fact that i was invited to do a talk at um the mobx conference um that was really cool that was the first time for me that someone like actually reached out to me personally and saying like hey we want you to come speak at our conference um and i thought that was super cool like before i always like just said applied like everybody else and and this time was a bit different and everyone at the conference was super awesome it's a honestly a really great conference uh in berlin um so if you're interested next year keep an eye out for that um but yeah it was a great experience our next category is your favorite layout episode. So, Rafa. Okay. This year, kind of like we mentioned uh, with the whole reboot of layout, episode 73, Should Designers Ego? 
for the same reason as I mentioned uh, before. Like this was the first episode of this new rebooted format. Um, and not only was, you know, the first try at this new format, which I, I became like, I, I really enjoy. I, I like, I think, I think it's a good format and I'm really excited to, to see that mature and evolve and for, to see us get more comfortable with it. Uh, but this was the first one and the, the theme was feedback, which also got a little bit personal there, which I always, I always like when we get personal on this. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I think that was, that was a Maybe not the best episode, but it was probably the most important one. So I'm going to pick that as my favorite. Cool. That's a good one. Um, so my pick is episode 75. So not too long after that, uh, the episode titled Software Spring Cleaning. Um, and this is the episode where we talk about um, process and try to understand what makes certain processes good and others bad. Um, and the reason I picked this one is I, I think that that's one of the episodes where, um, both of us sort of had an idea going in, but we kind of evolved our thinking as we were like talking through it. Um, and at the end, I just feel like we've arrived at like a way better understanding than I could have come up with on my own. Um, and it was just kind of a, like a really interesting episode of like getting our thought, thoughts out and kind of starting a conversation with people. So uh, yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, I, my favorite type of shows, my favorite type of episodes is the one where we, we come in with a good idea of what we want to say or like when we want to start. So we know beforehand what topic we're, we're, we're picking and what we're going to talk about. But my favorite episodes are the ones where we know where we start and we, we do start. But at the end, you know, like the show takes us to unexpected places. Right. Like we kind of and hopefully we learn something as well at, by the end. Right. Um, like those are my favorites. So sometimes it's something not scripted in the sense that we're reading or following a script, but it's a very obvious path. Right. Um, and some other ones it's just like brainstorming or like improvising all the way but like that that mix of being prepared but also being uh allow allowing us to take unexpected turns and like just go with the, the flow those are my favorites that was a good one cool partner will mention episode 80 uh <laughs> i think this was probably one of the funniest episodes um uh, where you talk about like your whole adventure getting a new tv <laughs> everything that follows with it um all right yeah this episode was super fun <laughs> uh okay so next one so we have four more categories and all of the next categories are uh new to this year so prepare yourselves <laughs> for brand new categories um let's start with uh one that i'm calling our favorite design dramas slash stories um <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> well this year what was your favorite design drama or um, story? Stories and everything. Story, whatever. <laughs> stories and everything. Uh when uh Instagram sort of took the idea from uh Snapchat to bring stories to their apps, it was kind of funny. Like everyone was like unsure how to react to that. Like, is it important? Like, do we value 
like coming up with an idea or do we value execution <laughs> like lots of people wondering like stories popping up everywhere and random apps i think it was with with facebook when they brought yeah. stories to facebook yeah uh and then rafa you started just like creating these mock-ups <laughs> adding stories and <laughs> random apps um that was pretty hilarious so yeah um okay i'm gonna pick uh, adobe bot sketch <laughs> i don't even remember this but i this is that my favorite it was, it was so absurd uh it was like you know those gossips that we we are only used to see in like celebrity gossips and stuff like where they pick something and they blow it out of proportion it was just that because they saw like peter umbley um the the, the ceo of sketch uh he had like a at adobe.com email address address somewhere and someone picked that up and was like, oh my God, this is proof. <laughs> Adobe bought Sketch. And that whole thing, like, I think it lasted for like a whole day. And then Peter was like, nope, that's <laughs> not true. Sorry. But like the amount of theories and, yeah. and, and drama that surfaced in that short day, it was amazing. <laughs> so funny. Um, and I want to give horrible mentions again honorable men- i can't say i just say horrible mentions i guess this, these are horrible mentions as well. <laughs> <Show title>. uh, <laughs> horrible mentions um yeah uh, twitter redesigned memes so when twitter came out with their redesign and <laughs> it was mostly like make everything like border radius max <laughs> everything <laughs> a circle and then people just started creating these memes where they like were redesigning stuff just increasing the border radius of everything um that was funny and lastly uh, the over-the-top design tools with framer uh like introduction videos and then with the, the um what it's called envision studio video and all like i tweeted uh like jokingly how like it's just over the top. Like we are the best tool ever, <laughs> changing the world. And I, <laughs> I think that's just so absurd that I think it's funny. <laughs> okay, okay. So um, our next one uh, is uh, sponsored by a listener, Chevy. Uh, <laughs> and the question is, uh, what is your worst experience of the year? Okay. Uh, Again, disclaimer that this whole year is absurd and ridiculous and scary and uh, terrible. And when you compare anything to it, everything just like seems unimportant. Uh, with that in mind, uh, <laughs> or with that to the side, I think my personal worst experience of the year um, is something r- like a recurring feeling, which is like me falling behind on my side projects mm. it's been it's been a lot uh i quit vlogging because i burned out and don't have the time i tried to ignite the break the safe a couple times and i actually did some cool progress there but i just i just feel demotivated on a lot of side projects i, I feel like this was the year in where i couldn't i couldn't see myself to like go through with a side project all the way to the end like I, I fell behind a lot of times. And this demotivation is probably the worst feeling for me this year. Uh, and it, it wasn't just one thing. Like it, it happened a lot. So Yeah, I think that could make an interesting topic for an episode. Because um, I've also been feeling that way. Like I feel like I've abandoned a lot of things this year. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I've started procrastinating more. Um, who knows? But yeah i think i think it's definitely like something that 
I've also been feeling that we should explore more. Uh, that's a good one. Um, so okay. for me, it's maybe less work-related, but um, it was my flight to San Francisco um, that <laughs> basically resulted in me throwing up pretty bad uh, and All being right. stranded in Virginia <laughs> for a day. Uh Anyways, this was not a fun experience, uh, and I do not want to repeat it again. Um, So that was really bad. Uh, It was a pretty terrible experience. All right, next up, to like counterbalance this, (laughs) uh, and also recommended by listener Chevy, uh, best experience of the year, Kevin. Yeah, um, so for me, um, I think it's been... uh, funny how like both of my experiences are related to travel uh but this one was uh my first visit to london um i was there for attending a design conference and it was a really cool conference like it, it lasted the entire week uh it was like really small group of like maybe 20 people max um the, attending the conference and it was the first time that like i truly experienced this but like all of us like became really good friends while we were there we were hanging out all the time like it was just this awesome like best experience of visiting a new city i also hosted a meetup there and like tons of people showed up even though it was my first time ever in london um so this whole experience like really made me feel lucky to just like be able to um like get to travel like this for for conferences and like meeting new people and uh hearing like very different perspectives like like all of us came from different countries had like very um different backgrounds and different types of experiences uh and it was really cool that we could all like come together and get along really really well um so this was super fun experience what about you rafa Okay, uh, this year, I feel like my best experience was the whole diet workout plan that I went through. Um, by the way, update on that. I like I stopped for the month of December because I was traveling and it's really hard to stick with that diet and workout <laughs> regime when you're traveling. And also because uh, Christmas and holidays and booze and yep. <laughs> food. So uh, my update is that I, I paused it for December. <laughs> When I say pause, um, anyway, uh, and then I, I plan on getting back on January 1st. Anyway, so that whole thing, it was amazing. It was, I, I just learned so much about myself, like my body, what I what I can do and I can't do uh, physically. I found a lot about myself, like, what, what, like my limits. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I felt and I feel a lot healthier. So I also start tracking a lot of like calories and what i eat what i don't how that affects my mood how it affects my productivity uh thanks to gyroscope and all that like i i i was able to get a better understanding of you know how i feel and what what influences how i feel and just i started you know to run uh which i just you just feel great you just feel better (laughs) um that was probably one of the best achievements like personal achievements um for me this year um so th- that was great uh also just one honorable mention kind of um i feel like this year personally for me was great um i met a lot of good friends i was able to travel um i have a lot of stuff going on for next year 
Um, so I have like big plans for next year. And so I end 2017 feeling very optimistic about 2018 and I have big plans. And if they all go through, uh, I'm going to be in a very good place. So anyway, nice. I just want to say this was a, this was a good year. Uh, I feel blessed. I feel lucky and uh, looking forward to next one. So cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, last category. And this is not like our favorites. <laughs> this is not each each uh, one of us picking one, but we just want to list uh, for no in no particular order. We want to list uh, five listeners of the year. Um, and uh, Kevin, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we are going to mail some layout stickers. Yes, to people. Is that so correct? there 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 will be an actual prize. For, yeah. for these listeners okay um and, so and gonna... well I, I think we should kind of mention sort of why we've highlighted these right. people um okay basically we've just listed the people that have consistently um sort of been like talking to us about the show telling other people that have been really a big part of just like making the show what it has been because uh, for us, it's like you're as much a part of this show as as both of us are. Uh, and and these people like really went above and beyond with like their feedback, their uh, their follow up their uh, like some of them have like picked up on special references. Um, and so we just felt like we wanted to recognize that this year. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go through the list. And again, no particular order. This is not like a, you know, this is not a competition. <laughs> but we want to thank a listener Chevy for probably winning the award of like most thorough feedback <laughs> of the year award. <laughs> um, Chevy has not only like once or twice or three times, I don't know, consistently he's been giving us very in-depth thorough feedback on a lot of our themes and, 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 and episodes. Um, so Chevy, thanks so much for that. I know like it, it, it took some of your time and attention and dedication and all, like it was a big effort and we want to recognize that. Like, yep. thank you so much. Um, next up, Kevin Gutowski for uh, very similar reasons. Kevin is like week after week. He's there. He's, he reached out to us. He gives us shout outs. He's very active on spectrum. He writes like long posts and feedback and all of, I, I was fortunate enough to have met him uh, twice now. And again, uh, thanks so much for like sticking around and being a listener and being a fan and, and contributing so much. Um, yeah. So our next one is uh, Khaled Islam Bouya. Uh, and one of the reasons, not only he's been uh, like really active and talking to us on Twitter and, and leaving feedback, uh, but he also was recently interviewed uh, for Offscreen Magazine. Uh, and um, as part of the sort of interview, uh, he talks through like his daily routine and he mentioned layout uh, as part of that, uh, which is so cool. Um, like as a show, this is the first time that we're in a print magazine, <laughs> which is really <laughs> nice. Um, and like sort of more on a personal note, like I've been reading off screen for the longest time and I've always 
sort of wanted to maybe one day be in it um and <laughs> now in some sort of way it feels like i am <laughs> in in off screen and and that's through um Khaled which like it feels like it's even better that way like <laughs> I almost like this more um when it comes through one of our listeners so we're super thank- thankful for that uh, so yeah check it out if you have off screen if not go buy one okay next up Victor Kearns Kearns oh man I never learned how to pronounce your last name so sorry uh Victor again is one of those listeners that is week after week He's there. He reaches out to us. He shares our, sh- our, our tweets, our links. He shares the show. Uh, again, I was also able, um, I was also very fortunate to be able to have met him. Last time I was in San Francisco and we had like our own like layout session <laughs> with also no listener, uh, Mac and, and Zach. <laughs> Mac and Zach. Um, to, anyway, uh, Victor, I feel like he's like a new listener this year and um, you're a special one. Thank you. Nice. And last but not least, um, our <laughs> final listener of the year is uh, our friend Ricardo. Um, so Ricardo, <laughs> we've like mentioned him a couple of times in, in, on the show, uh, but he got the Geek Friday IRL talk reference. Uh, and that's the only reason why he's on the show, uh, other than <laughs> also being like an awesome human. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, congrats, Ricardo. I'll be delivering, hand-delivering your stickers onto your desk in the new year. So, again, uh, listener Chevy, Kevin, Khaled, Victor, and Ricardo. Uh, Ricardo. Uh, <laughs> reach out to us. Like, send us your, your address. So, well, except Ricardo, I guess. Um, so, we can send you some stickers. By the way, uh, Kevin, send me some stickers as well, because I yes. want one. will do. Thank you. Will do. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and... Dude, I think that is it. We, that that's it. We did it. Yeah. Now we're Reached thirty. Of- I feel like our, the show is just like trending longer after the, we've done the three-hour long episode of Star Wars. Oh, that doesn't count, dude. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get back to our schedule <laughs> next year. It's gonna be awesome. Um, okay, so uh, that is it for the show. That's it for the layouties. Uh, the sound effects stop like you know midway. <laughs> like in the middle Thank of the episode um, <laughs> sorry about that uh, <laughs> this was a great year for me personally but for the show as well I'm really glad um, I'm really happy with what we achieved here I'm really happy I'm so happy to uh, to see all of your tweets to see all of your emails to see to see you enjoying it even though like we don't have a huge follower base we don't have our listener base i guess the listeners we have i feel like they're very special so thank you so much for listening um and i hope that next year is going to be a good year for us yeah here's my wish for um 2018 i want to meet more of you guys and girls uh i want to meet like as many listeners as possible so i don't know how we're going to make that happen but I think it would be really cool if it did. Um, so, yeah, we'll try to figure something out. We should get this show on the road and have a world <laughs> oh, no, tour. Really cool. uh, but we'll see. We'll see. It, yeah. It'd be amazing. 
So yeah, we probably have to like we, we should sell stickers, and with the profits, the the, the huge amount of profits that we we get from that, we well, can uh, we can do a world tour of selling yeah, stickers. Yeah, I mean, I I was thinking of putting up the stickers, um, not for a profit, <laughs> unlike what you just mentioned, um, <laughs> but basically just at cost to get it to people. Um, so all you'd have to do is pay for shipping. Um, I don't know if there's enough interest for that. Uh, if there is, I'll try to set something up for that. So let me know. Yeah, we should do like a Kickstarter thing. Like, you know, one of the... I mean, it doesn't need to be like, Kickstarter, really. Like, or just I like just... stickers. And then you have, there's t-shirts next year. And oh, there's like the final okay. tier is like, mm. Rafa and Kevin will fly to your home and record a live episode in your... <laughs> Holy shit, that would be home. awesome. Uh, right? Yeah. Anyway. I, anyway, I feel like dreams, it would goals. be very embarrassing if we fail. Um, but if we succeed, that would be incredible. Yeah, dude, uh, that's like you just give like a you know a fifty thousand, fifty uh, k should probably cover the the traveling and accommodation costs. Fifty k, so. that's yeah. a lot, dude. That's uh, way more. Are you going to fly economy? Are you kidding me? No, no. I mean, just kidding. Okay, we're we're gonna have to revise your standards here, <laughs> um, but I'm thinking, you know, like a couple of thousand, like should probably be enough for uh, both of us to fly and, and stay for a week wherever. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Big goals for the eighteen. Um, <laughs> you heard it here. Okay, uh, so we have to write this up. You, uh, all right? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, listeners, something. Um, Go to spectrum.chat slash specfm slash layout. You're going to have a post for this episode. You're going to see like episode 83 layouties. And then you, you know, you share your picks. You have all the topics there. Just tell us what are your favorite uh, games and, and albums and apps and stuff. Every, every, all the, the categories that we picked for this episode. Because um, I would love to, I would love to know that. And uh, we can, we can follow up on, on next week's uh, episode on that. Yeah. Um, also, a couple of special shout outs this week. Um, I want to give a shout out to Darren D Dimitrov just because I totally forgot to <laughs> give you a shout out on the episode with Joel because um, I finally met Darren. Uh, he's a long time listener. Uh, I met him when I was in San Francisco and I totally forgot to mention here on the show and I, I, I couldn't stop thinking about that ever since. So <laughs> this is my chance to redeem myself and uh, give you a shout out there and thank you so much for meeting with me um yeah next up is my friend uh martin race that's the first time i say your name out loud um so <laughs> he uh, left off some follow-up for uh the star wars episode uh and apparently <laughs> um i don't know if this is actually true wait well wait a minute is this gonna spoil the movie mm. Well, whatever. You can go check it out on, on Twitter. I'll, I'll put a link if you're interested. Uh, but he left some some notes on uh, his thoughts on uh, The Last Jedi. Um, the next one is um, listener uh, Marho Dakat. Um, and she had a lot of thoughts. And um, this is basically my hope uh, that uh, she will tell us <laughs> uh, what she thinks about um, The Last Jedi um would you say she, that it's your new hope this is my new hope uh she mentioned that she wanted to join in on the show obviously that it was too late 
for that. <laughs> um, but still not too late to let us know uh, what you thought about it. Uh, next up, Thomas Pritchard, Stephen Nixon, and Alex. Do we have a last name for Alex? There's a listener who, who gave us a shout out because he he shipped a game for iOS. Oh, give yes. us, give us a shout out. That. It was amazing. I was we were in the same tweet as he would mention both us and uh, Kevin um, Casey. Casey Neistat. Yeah, which you know, <laughs> life goals. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, thank you so much for the mention. Thank you so much for being a listener, and congratulations on the launch of your of your game. I played it. It's really it's really fun. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, for the final time this year. Uh, you can follow us on the Twitter. We are <laughs> on the Twitters. We are at layout.fm. You can follow us individually. Uh, I am Rafa Hari on Twitter. Kevin is Vernal Kick. And uh, you can find all the show notes for this episode and for all the episodes. And you can find links for all the shows um, at layout.fm on the interwebs. Lastly, this show is part of Spec FM Network. So if you're looking for more shows to listen to, uh, you can go to spec.fm for all that, all those goodies. And, uh, dude, have a good year. Perfect. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I think we need a sound effect to end this. Okay, wait. Uh. Just do it! <laughs> Perfect. See you next year, everybody. See you, dude.